Sunday, October 8th in the year 2023. 5 a.m. here on the West Coast, 8 a.m. on the East Coast. A little bit of an hour shift today, which works out well because I've got a sermon to give at the Church of Glad Tidings this morning at 10 a.m. So I need to give myself a little bit of room to work. And we've got a lot of prayers to go through today. Hey, before we get going, um, a few things just to call out for a couple of our great sponsors. And we just honor them for all that they are. Obviously, we have a lot of issues going on with a psychopathic elite that constantly are trying to use every tool they have in the book to try to force us to capitulate and bring us to our knees. And that's just not 
something we can accept. So we have to start changing the script, basically. That's the easiest way to say it. And if we're going to change the script, we're going to have to push in hard to put things on our terms. Now, last month, the G20 announced a plan to impose digital currencies and digital IDs on their respective populations. That would mean us were included in that. Central bank digital currencies essentially allow the government to track every purchase you make. They could even allow officials to prohibit you from purchasing certain products or easily freeze or seize all your money and essentially, in essence, enable the government to take control over your finances. What else is new? Concerned Americans are diversifying their assets into physical gold with the help of Birch Gold Group, which are great. They've been with us for over a year. If you want a physical asset held in a tax-sheltered retirement account, you should call Birch Gold. I would say that would be a good idea. But you need to learn about it yourself. So text BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, to 989898, and they'll send you a free info kit on gold. The easiest way to become a Birch Gold customer if you have an IRA or a 401k from a previous employer just gathering dust, Birch Gold can help you convert it into, into an IRA that is gold-backed, and you don't have to pay a penny out of pocket, which is the best part of the whole thing. Text BARDS to 989898. Claim your free info kit on gold, then call them. Because digital currency, if it becomes a reality, You'll have no control over your finances, and we don't want that. So, again, text BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, to 989898. Get the info kit from Birch Gold today. Super important. Really is important. We are honestly in a crazy time, and part of this as well, and we have this responsibility to our families, and it's a big one. So, you know, you know how passionate I am about the Constitution, especially the Second Amendment, and it also has... I'm just as passionate about being responsible and for the protection of the family. And I think that's important. It's not just enough to have guns. You better know how to use them and you better have an understanding of when to use them. So one of the things we need to do is discover a way and use it, have a way of training with your firearm that's in a safe environment and also a way that you can do it in such a way that doesn't cost you a flat fortune. iTarget Pro is a system and it's literally a game changer for this because it allows you within the comfort of your living room using the proprietary app and their laser bullet to do your training right there in the safety of your home. Even better, your wife can practice safely with you and so can your kids and your other family members. It's great. The system develops muscle memory, reaction speed, side alignment, trigger control, and more because it relies uses dry fire techniques, meaning that you're not discharging a real uh, round. You're using the laser bullet which transmits a signal but those techniques are used by the best shooters, and that's the whole point of this. So right now you can save 10%, plus get free shipping with the offer code BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, when you go to itargetpro.com. It's fantastic. So with the cost of ammo hitting the roof, the cost of gas to get to and from the range, all these things are adding up. This is a fantastic investment because it allows you to constantly train and be able to do so literally daily in the comfort of your home and keeping your skills up. And whether we like it or not, we're entering into a pretty critical time. All we have to look to Israel and realize that things are changing. So again, itargetpro.com. Highly recommend this. Take advantage of this offer, 10% off, free shipping, with your promo code BARDS, B-A-R-D-S. Check it out. All right. Uh, a few things I want to start with. I want to... When we pray... 
and I'm, I'm this is kind of my standard I'll, rule going forward. <laughs> you like that? You're going to tell me how to write my prayers? Kind of, yeah. Because I want people, I want us all to start leaning into the affirmative. I'm going to give you a testimony on this. We're not done with this prayer either, what I'm going to talk about. If you didn't hear, Candy, who is, um, Candy is the wife of Jim Cates. So it's Candy Cates. She was the photographer at the Kentucky Barts Fest. And what happened is that she had a severe stroke yesterday. And I got all sorts of notice on it yesterday morning. And the news was horrible. And Jim, uh, God bless his soul, he, he's pretty, he was pretty racked up. He loves her to death. And Candy had quite a bit of time without oxygen. And they said that parts of her brain were dead and that there was essentially no hope for recovery. Those are the words that I kick out. And this is what I told the prayer team yesterday. I called the prayer team and I said, I love Jim, but we're not going to focus on Jim. We're focusing on candy. And I want you to ignore everything about doctors because they're just spellcasters anyway. And I want you to focus on one thing, raising the dead in your prayers. And when you bring that to heaven, I don't want to hear if it's God's will. I want you to declare it and place it before the throne and let God determine because that's declaring our authorities. They did that somewhere, and I'm going to say that I got the news somewhere when I'm on the way back yesterday around 1 o'clock. It may have happened a little bit earlier, but that was essentially when I engaged in the conversation with the prayer team. And last night by 6.30 p.m., this was the update. Candy made it through the surgery. They weren't sure if she was going to make it at all. At the time of the surgery, she was paralyzed on the right side, and has move, she now has movement on the right side. Um, Jim is heading to the hospital for the night. Prayers are helping. No, prayers are bringing victory into the world. We pray from victory. We do not pray for victory. It's a critical thing. And I'm really focusing us in here this morning because we are, we are here under the authority of our Father. We have been given the authorities to heal the sick and broken, to cast out demons, raise the dead, to do greater works, and obviously to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ. So in that warrior mode, which we have to get into when we pray, we pray with the authority and we pray with the affirmative. If Father says no, that's the decision that heaven makes. But if we're coming in wishy-washy, it'd be like being in the middle of a firefight and going, excuse me, Commander, um, was it okay if I shoot back? Like, uh, yeah, that would be a good idea since the enemy wants to kill you. You want to fight back and you want to decisively engage and destroy the enemy. So that's the whole mentality here I want to get everybody into this morning. And I want we to start understanding that our prayers work. And when we press in this way and we start fighting this way, we start saving more lives. We're heading into a very difficult time. And I'm not going to cut any bones about it. This is not about establishing any sort of fear. This is why it's important. What we just saw in Israel is likely something they're going to pull the pin on here. They've been seeding this for months. Our government is a treasonous. Oh, got to watch my mouth this morning. You know what I'm getting at. I don't have to say more. We know who our government is and is not. They're a bunch of pedophile, Satanist, cultist, whores is what they are. And we're going to face a critical time that's part of us unwinding this mess in which we live. Israel is, for those of you that still worship Israel, I'm going to say it again. Don't get offended. I want you to hear me. Hear me with a loving statement here. 
the people of Israel, the Hebrews, it was, it's called the book of Hebrews, by the way, not the book of Jews, the book of Hebrews. There are good people over there, but that is a country that is lost and has fallen under the control of the Talmud. And the Talmud is a Babylonian text. The government of Israel is predominantly a Ashkenazi Jew government, which means that they come from a bloodline, which in the end takes you back to Satanists. They're not, it's all Talmud based. You're witnessing a fight right now between Middle Eastern cults, all of which don't put Jesus first. And that has to be understood. So there's a judgment going on in the Middle East, as there will be a judgment going on here. I'm absolutely convinced of this. And this is a time that we have to come to grips with where our enemy is and how it's been working. It's been hiding in plain sight. It's been weaving itself within our cultures. It's been taking great countries and great lands and putting them under the control of Satanist cultists. So we're going to pray for Israel. We're going to pray for the Middle East today, actually. And what we're going to pray for is the awakening in their hearts and the realization of who Jesus is and to accept Jesus in their heart and not play these games they're trying to deny him. And that's at the core of everything. Because once we get to that place and we start to declare that, then we start to understand the true power of where we sit in this fight. We are descendants of the Most High. We've been given the authorities on this earth to be stewards. And in this hour, we're being called not to take sides in a cultist war, but to stand with our Father and our Savior King, to stand as the stewards, protectors, guides, guardians, warriors of this, in, of this earth, which we were given to steward. That means we stay out of their cultist fights. That means we pray into the mightiness of, of our Savior King Jesus to bring that into their hearts, and we use the tools given to us in the spiritual realm to wage war, to sever the ties and bonds from the demonic and the spiritual that are influencing the negative and free and unleash, unleash the mightiness of heaven onto this earth. And when we understand that and start understanding that the first place we go in warfare is high, not low, meaning we go to the heavens first and we do as the scripture says, we use the tools of warfare to wage war and tear down fortresses. Then we understand what we're doing here more and more. So that's a context I wanted to give you this morning because I think it's extremely important. And if ever I have a moment of clarity, it's this. And God has given us such a clear look of where this has to go and where we have the opportunity of making huge differences going forward here for humanity. So I guess I'd say like get on your body armor, which would be the armor of God. Buckle up your, your sandals. Arm yourself and get ready because we're going to jump in here today and we're going to have some awesome warfare and literally it's spiritual warfare against these dark forces and we're going to tear them down and we're going to bring healing to people and we're going to do it with the loving heart of Jesus in ourselves. We have had an amazing last few days at men's camp, which I will get into tonight's show, which will be late by the way. Tonight's Peace Be Still will be later than normal because I'll be giving a sermon tonight up in the satellite church. Uh, outside of, uh, it's in Grass Valley, California. So I'll be heading up there tonight to give a sermon. I'm usually not back from that until probably like 10. So Peace Be Still will be much later. Probably instead of 9 Pacific, it'll probably be close to 10.30 or 11. Uh, for those of you that are on the East Coast, you're going to be rolling your eyes at me going, Brother Scott, I'm telling you, it's too early. That's okay. You can hear it in the morning. Still love you. 
you'll be there. It'll be good. And it's all good. But, uh, and then just, it's just been an amazing week though. We really brought the Holy Spirit from Kentucky and we rolled it into the men's camp and the resistance chicks yesterday, Michelle and Leah had an, a, a revival there and they were telling the same thing as they brought the Holy Spirit in there. It's moving and the Holy Spirit's moving right now. And there's a lot of great things happening and we've just got to buckle up because God's hearing our prayers. God's looking to us to start doing the things we're supposed to do, which is walking in our authorities and we're moving forward. So Father God, we're going to open today with a prayer declaration of our authorities given to us to wage war against evil. You created a perfect image of us, a perfect being in us when we are brought to this earth and in the way along the way it has become in many times corrupted or damaged or under attack. So, Father God, with the authorities given to us, do we declare ourselves as the children in the most of the Most High, standing in the gap right now, and today we wage war against evil. We wage war to raise up the sick and heal the broken. We wage war to cast out demons and and call and raise the dead. And Father. With that walk, we also understand the authorities given to us in even the mysteries of the universe to do greater works than he, which we accept and step into. And on this morning, Father, we ask for your blessing, your guidance, the power of the Holy Spirit to guide our words and prayers as we step into the wonderful and amazing place of being children of the Most High to truly bring the power of love as the mightiness of the sword of heaven into this earth and to separate evil from its impact on humanity and set humanity free in Christ Jesus name. Amen. This is, um, I love these Sundays. I'm telling you right now, they're always good, good, powerful prayer based warrior fighting Sundays. I want to start this morning with, um, with candy. I think that's a good place to start before we do some praise reports because it kind of is a praise report in itself like i told you candy cates who's jim cates wife who was the photographer um she had a massive stroke and was unconscious for quite some time there was a lot of oxygen loss in her brain they had declared part of her brain possibly dead and um again i'm telling you what we're going to push all this out in a second there was little hope the kind of the words coming out is, oh, she'll never be the same. She's paralyzed. She'll never come back. Anytime you start hearing those words, those are the power of the, cast, the spellcasters. That's the power of the father of lies, telling you what the determination is going to be and overriding our father. We do not play that. We absolutely do not play that game. We, are, we step in as the healers. We step in as the spell breakers. We step in here as the demon outcasters, meaning we kick them out and we overcome them. We deliver them. It's deliverance. We create inner healing. We create the power and force or way through us that heaven can work through us to bring things back. So, Father God, we step in today and we begin this morning's prayer with a very important prayer, one that we've already seen results on, and we step before you and we declare Candy Cates as healed. Father, we declare this with the authorities given to us by Jesus, our Savior, knowing that she has been cast out to the very edge of death. But we refute this, Father, and we stand before you and we declare raising the dead 
to pull her back, to restore her body, to restore her brain, to restore her body to perfection. And we declare this with the blood of Jesus and the authorities given to us. And we present this to you, Father, at the foot of the throne with the mercy of your love and understanding that we speak these things with the absolute love and compassion for this human being that has been, had, has been attacked heavily. We break those chains. We free her from the war that's being waged from the spirit realm. And we go into the spirit realm and we declare victory over the evil that has tried to wage war upon her, crushing down their fortresses, separating any control from the demonic realm from candy, setting her free. And literally, Lord, as we place her in our arms and hold her, we feel the power of the Holy Spirit flow through her to restore her body perfectly into the perfection that she was. That beautiful personality, the woman with a beautiful eye, who literally was taking the images and capturing those moments most precious to us as people were being baptized and freed and, and brought into this, brought back into this world truly as reborn in the body of Christ. So, Father, on this day and this morning, we down declare Candy as healed, completely healed, head to toe, complete any damage that she has had in, incurred, it is now healed with the power of the blood of Christ. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Oh, does that feel good? I think so. We know we just, we know we just won. So it's pretty good. And that's the whole idea. We step into victory. We pray from victory. And when we do that, hmm, nothing can stand between us. One of the things about praying is that whether or not we see the results, we never stop understanding the results that we want. That's the intensity and the determination in which we pray into. So if we pray for something, and I know many of you know this, I'm just, it's just a refresher course this morning for us all to get our head in the right place. If we pray for something and we say, for example, well, Father, if it's your will, no, this is what we need because he listens to our prayers. And so we pray into it. And if we don't see those results, we just keep praying into it. And it might take 20 times. It might take 100 times. I don't know why that is sometimes. Maybe it's our heart is not into it as it should be but we think it is. Maybe there's some sort of evil that's filtering our prayers. I don't know. doesn't matter. And we know that God hears us, and we know those victories will come. And it's literally that sort of mindset of always understanding that we will win, and we have won, and we're now bringing victory into this earth. Okay. That said, let's buckle up. Praise report. God is good. For the past months, I have witnessed the enemy torment those I love with feelings of hopelessness, creating feelings of fear and looming, and fear and looming doom ahead. My own extended family, who identify as God, who identify as gods, are looking less and less as His, as the words from their mouths blend. Okay, let me rephrase that. <laughs> I didn't see what they did, but it didn't sound right. My own extended family, who identify, I should say, as God's children, are looking less and less as his, as the words from their mouths blend into those of the world, using cuss words and vulgarity to express their emotions and anger and frustration. Trying to set the example and raise the standard of morality appeared to be of no effect, but I called on our Lord and said, Father, I am closing, I am choosing to trust you, your word, and 
and the promise, the promises you give us, knowing you are working on our on, on the hearts and minds of those I love in perfect timing. God is good. I am seeing the fruits of an active prayer life and am encouraged to continue to pray without ceasing for all the, all the Lord exposes me to. A close friend once asked me, how do I find people based on those I would meet? But I am convinced that the world has forgotten who we are to pray for. It serves the kingdom of heaven no good to cling to comfort when those who walk amongst us are lost, hurt, and without direction. God sends us the mission field, and it often starts in our own homes. Amen. Jesus is the name above all names, and I pray that you find this encouraging to pray impossible prayers, and with faith, watch your prayers take root in his honor and glory. Amen. Warriors for Christ. Those are great words to start today, and it's just by the way, I had not read this earlier, so this is just completely the Holy Spirit working to put that as one of our as our first opening praise report. You, now you can get a sense of what we're into today. We seek our mission is before us, and we will conquer these strongholds, and we will free. It's literally free the oppressed, and that's what we're doing. Special Forces motto. I also have a praise praise report. The power and prayer of is beautiful. Granted, these prayer requests were just posted so only a few of us have prayed on this but we are already having an impact first little ashley is going to get free dental care in from a christian dentist who is currently ignoring the rules of no vax no treatment so we went to, we want to thank god for people like him secondly oh this is from mila secondly i usually that's in chile by the way secondly i usually send money to my missionary friend melody to help the people to whom she and her husband Jim minister, when she found out that Mabel, who has who's uh, had those tumors and no bed on to which she could sleep, she prayed for a way to get one get one to her. She did last night. She told me that the money was sent was just enough to buy a nice bed and buy a good uh, buy a few groceries for the mother of Ashley and baby Ethan. Trust me, this was not a big sum of money, and I know that without God, Melody would not have been able to do these things. Thank you, Jesus, and thank you, uh, those of you who have prayed with me since yesterday. Mila, big things. These are big things. This is us opening up the way heaven works, which is never about money. It's about resources, but however, heaven flows that from top to bottom. So we're going to start our prayer today with a prayer on the Kentucky property. I think this is really important. And then we're going to go into Israel and then we'll move from there. So Father God, we want to open today's prayer with a prayer and blessing for the Kentucky property in Flemingsburg. And Father, we know that and we have begun to see some resources flow in to make this property part of Bard's nation and part of Resistance Nation. Father, our prayer is a unique prayer. And it's a prayer of looking at this problem differently and to open up the greater resources of heaven in doing so. We know that Willie carries a mantle of stewardship upon this property. And Father, as you have shown me in the in, as an awaking dream, that we cannot purchase mantles. Mantles must be passed. So Father, this gets into contract and contract details. And so what we're praying, Father, is that there's an openness of the heart 
and we're declaring an openness of the heart that Willie will work with us in a way to pass the mantle and to allow the many forms of resources to flow in to give him the rewards and blessings necessary to get to a place where he can willfully pass that mantle onto us as stewards and nuts have us try to purchase this mantle in terms of a property title. This is important, Father, because we want the blessings of Flemingsburg to continue and to continue for all we did there. We want that center to be a center for spiritual warfare, deliverance, and healing. And so, Father, we're asking for that blessing and that anointment over that land that Bars Nation, Resistance Nation can come together to build an amazing center that will draw people in, allowing them to come in, to camp, to, to any time, to come together, really build a regular weekly ministry out of there and go further, which is to have a place where we have annual festivals to come together in mass to raise up the power of the Holy Spirit, to literally unleash the glory of heaven and to create a stronghold within the state of Kentucky, which would have ripple effects across all the east and to the sea. So, Father, we're asking tonight for a shift in, in the way that we finalize these details, a shift in the heart and openness to receiving that will of heaven so that we can step forward in a way that honors the mantle carrier and honors the transition of stewardship in a way that blesses heaven and blesses honors heaven and blesses us here on earth. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. That is so important, and it's details that do matter. Again, when we somebody has a mantle of something, you can't purchase it. In fact, there's a scripture about that. You can't purchase mantles, and we need to be aware of that. And that was a, out of prayer. That's what came, is that Willie literally is he's such a great man. He has a mantle of stewardship, so we want to honor that as we move forward. Father, today we are going to set a prayer for the Middle East as we are praying as well for our own country. In this critical hour, we're starting to see the fruits of the enemy, unfortunately, start to come to bear. And these are acid, and these are acid fruits, fruits of hatred, fruits of rejection of Jesus as Savior. These are at its root when we take that down. This is all centered on the occult fighting itself different factions of the occult trying to seize power all in the name of false gods rather than trying to focus deeply on the central principle that Jesus is king. Father, there's people in the crosshairs here and their lives in danger and there have been lives lost. We also have at the core a manipulation, which always happens, of media to try to fan the flames of hate within the hearts of men, to try to mobilize forces to go to war, and to seed blood rifts that will last generations and ultimately cause destabilization in an impossible way to unite the hearts within the body of Christ. So, Father, we declare today a breaking of those strongholds, and we take this to the level of spiritual realm where we find and we seek out and we are destroying the fortresses that are now claiming victory, to holding the hearts of men hostage. And as we break these strongholds, we're freeing the holy the sense of, of control over them and opening their hearts and eyes to the glory of our King. Jesus, we ask that in your, this moment in time, in such a critical hour, that your face will be seen by the many that are in the midst of this fight, 
that they shall be humbled. And then the visions you have even given me, that before them stands those that now carry the might and glory of heaven in their hearts as hands are raised and the soldiers drop their shields and weep. Father, this is an hour that we pray into the, the mightiness of the Holy Spirit to sever those ties that have wrapped the hearts and blinded the men on the ground and women for that matter, who have now been walking a path in the desert, turning their eyes away from you, rejecting you. Now we pray for the opening of hearts to feel you, to see you, to express you. And in so doing, being humbled, even beautifully broken in such a way that the sense of fighting and hatred dispels and the enemy loses control of the battlefield. Father, we equally pray for that in this nation in a critical hour that we know that these same plans are being incubated here. And we declare victory over this enemy. Again, we begin this fight in the, in the spiritual realm, crushing the fortresses, breaking down the walls, severing the ties that bind. We establish an edge of protection around every person of faith that puts eyes on Jesus and declares Jesus as king. We place that hedge of protection around them and declare them as children of the Most High. And in so doing, we sever any contracts that have been made indirectly or directly with the demonic realm and proclaim that any activity from the demonic realm is now off-limit and forbidden, for the children of the Most High have awakened. And we stand in the gap against this enemy, mightily repelling their attacks, severing their connections to the hearts of men and women, and waging war in the spiritual realm to crush their fortresses and leave the enemy in disarray. So, Father, we pray this in this hour, this critical hour, that the heart of Jesus will be awakened in each man and woman, and the love of Christ will be what they see, not the hatred for men, and that the spell casting that has been put upon this land and put upon others around the world, including the subpopulations of Israel, are broken, for spell casting has no authority where the children of the Most High walk. Guide us in this hour, Father, as we raise our hands, pressing in against an enemy. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. You know that you know it's a father of lies anytime they start fanning the flames of war. And you know the corrupted hearts of men anytime they start rallying around going, yay, 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 let's go to war. Even Joshua, before going into Jericho, those weren't easy decisions to launch into war. They were led by the direction of our father. And it was there that they placed the memorial stones at the River Jordan to remind them of the unity of tribes before they went into war, an anchor point in their spiritual place that they knew the men could go back to mentally to remember that moment in time so that they would constantly have the heart of their father in them as they walked mightily into war. So we tend to become, we become a culture that's too willing to cast men into war. And that's something that has to stop. We're not here to kill the innocent. We're here to find an enemy. And when we root out that enemy, then we engage it decisively and destroy it. But Islam is not our enemy. Israel is not our enemy or foe or friend or foe. These are cultures that have been deceived by a religion and a religious spirit that is binding them into the darkness and that has to be freed. And that's where our war is waged. And that's ultimately where we start setting people free. Prayer request. Good morning, Bard's Prayer Gang. Thanks for the privilege of praying weekly 
with you starting roughly six weeks ago. Never want to miss it. I'll be driving by myself 1,500 miles next weekend, 1013 to 1015. Okay, that's next weekend. To see family and making the return trip roughly two weeks later. Please pray for the safety and traveling mercies uh, the entire trip and for gracious times with some very difficult family members while there. Also, we prayed for healing due to a we prayed for healing due to a hepatitis vaccine and my ability to walk about four weeks ago. Since that time, there has been more feeling in my feet than in almost three decades, and my imbalance is not as severe. Whether God chooses to heal inch by inch from the uh, soles of my feet to the top of my head or all at once is, is fine either way. The dreams during sleep of healing and, and ambulating freely without walking sticks continue. The last one today filled with worship, awakening into the, me into worship. God inhabits our prayers. God inhabits our praise. Thank you all. And, and that's from Patricia. Well, Father God, we just want to thank you and praise and lift our hands in praise and glory for the healing that has begun with Patricia against the damage caused by hepatitis B vaccine. And Father, we, are, we want to see immediate healing here. And we know that you work at the timing that is yours, but we declare total and complete healing over to Patricia. We place this, we literally place our hands in the air to pray into her and to pray for her in such a miraculous way that we literally see her body transformed, freed from the bondage of a vaccine flushed from her blood and her system as she is fully renewed in the body. Any bondages made through this vaccine that she took from the demonic are now broken. And any of those ties, whether intentional or unintentional, are severed. And the demonic influences are cast out. And she is placed under the umbrella and protection as a child of the Most High, filled with the Holy Spirit, as she now feels the healing of her body continue. And Father, she's going on a trip and so we place a hedge of protection around her and the blessings of heaven to follow to allow her a journey of 1,500 miles to visit her family. So, Father, we bless her and anoint her in this hour with the words of wisdom from the Holy Spirit to speak into the hearts of her family, to have them witness and experience the full power and love of Jesus. And in so doing, Father, as she does, we're going to see her family and declare her family to be healing from within with the power of Jesus Christ in their heart. Let this trip be a trip of a mission, a mission to set her family free, to restore the glory of, of kingdom within the household, and in so doing, raise up this family to the glory of Jesus, in Christ Jesus' name, amen. Good morning, Scott and the mighty prayer warriors of Bars Nation. That's a good t-shirt right there. This is a prayer request for our sweet sister, Candy. Candy had a stroke Friday night, or early Saturday morning, it affected her right side. She was hospitalized and a surgery was performed. The surgery went well. Some movement was recovered on her right side. Good morning, Lord Jesus. We invite you here with us and within us. As always, first and foremost, thank you. Thank you for our breath and the breathing of our hearts. Let these rhythms beat the glory of your name, Yahweh which is breath, the very breath we breathe. We lift our sister Candy up to you, Lord Jesus. Bring her your peace, 
Fill your, her body with joy. Restore her to your divine creation perfection in you, Lord. Remember any clots, chemicals, or damage in her veins. Remove any clots, chemicals, and damage from her veins, arteries, and brain. Make her whole again and return her to her husband and family renewed. Beautiful and bathed in, the, in our inner glory. Thank you, Jesus. You will, your will be done. Praise your holy name. Yahshua, Jesus, our Savior. Amen. I love this family. Jay Wu, Jonathan Woolley. Well, Father God, we raise up candy as we have begun this morning just to bathe her truly in the blood of Christ. And we place her before you, humbled and in awe of the mightiness and glory of all you are, Father. And so we thank you for this moment. And Jesus, we just ask for your blessing as we declare healing over her. And we declare these names, these, we declare this healing in your name, Jesus, to have her restored fully into the perfectionist kingdom intended, to soothe her wounds with the salve of the blood, to restore her body to the perfection that it was, to remove any corruption that's within it, and to raise her up in the holiness of holies so that she may be returned to her partner, her husband, Jim, and restored, fully restored as a living statement of the power of prayer and healing to give testimony to the world and continue to expand the kingdom. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Bart's family, please, please pray for my family. My loving Christian wife, who has been instrumental in helping me know the Lord is battling now with her dedication to the power of prayer. She has had difficulties with her career the last couple of years and now in danger of losing her job. We have always tried to impress upon our son and daughter the importance of prayer. She has taken a new position at a branch manager of a, of a startup commercial flooring company. It has been a difficult transition, and while, that, while they have lots of bid work out for bids haven't come through they haven't come through yet she needs the numbers to turn around quickly or the branch may fail not only our family but the 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 other new team members will also be impacted the obvious loss of her job will also financially impact our family in many ways we have been praying over this for months and nothing seems to change so she is becoming discouraged. We believe it is where God wants her when he originally opened the door for her. We need the floodgates to open and bring work in. She is laying it at Jesus' feet, and we ask you to pray. Thank, thank you all, the Mendez family. There's something here as, we're, as I'm reading through this, the Holy Spirit's pointing to that this is one of these things, and I don't know the nature of the Mendez family prayer, so I'm just simply going to state this, that we need to pray into the depth of where God wants us and the direction and doors to open, not necessarily for the financial flow of capital for a business. So for the Mendez family, your prayers need to be focused on the path in which God wants you to walk. And part of this is a trial, in a sense, to test the faith and to keep true to the course. God's timing is not your timing. And that's something to keep in mind. But there's something binding this, and so we're going to pray against this. 
Father God, we pray for the Mendez family and we bring this case before your feet. This is a case of a family who is trying to work within the system, the Babylonian money system that we all are tied to in one way or another with a new job and the prosperity of, and hope for prosperity, not just for themselves, but the others working at the company. This is a dependent type system whereupon what is happening is dependent upon an economy that does well in a time when economies are failing. So Father God, there's the family feels true that where, where the wife has arrived is where you intended her to be. So Father, we begin this prayer today to open the eyes and the clarity of where each step needs to go. If you have guided them here, then we ask that you present the clarity of why. And we declare this, that the clarity is of why this position was opened and what direction and what steps to take become clear. Equally, Father, we pray for a blessing over this entire organization, a blessing that the power of Jesus may flow within its walls, not knowing the nature of the business. We also know that there's so much corruption in the hearts of men that many times the reason we may be put there is not, and there it is, not to just work, but to bring people to Jesus. So, Father God, if this is the intent to be a seed, to spread the power of the gospel of Jesus Christ, to open the blessings needed to continue a business in a kingdom fashion, then allow those words and those blessings to fall upon the Mendez family to be that impact, impact for change. Equally, Father, this is a family that is reliant on this income and whatever mission you have for them, whatever direction they have, we pray again that you will open the eyes and provide the clarity of the steps ahead so that there's an, an important understanding of what is to be done, where to walk, and what it is that you're offering for them to see. Obviously, faith is at the core of this, Father, but at times like this, when there is a criticality of, of a time on the physical plane, we pray for an urgency and declare urgency of clarity upon this family, the blessings of heaven and the glory of kingdom. We say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Prayers for my sister, who has a daughter who is estranged from her. We pray for her to come home to her mother. Her daughter has been estranged for 12 years with, that was fueled by misunderstanding over my friend's husband's death from ALS. Kitty to Karen. Well, Father, you know the mysteries behind this prayer. You understand the truth that sits within the hearts of, these, of this family. And Father, we also know that love conquers all. As I have walked a similar path in my life of separation for over 10 years with my father, based on a stubbornness in the heart and unwillingness of two men to talk things through, this is a time now that we pray for a blessing of breaking the bonds and the chains that have now bound the hearts to allow themselves to be blind. Father, this isn't a demonic attack, and so we, att we attack this from the strongholds of, of the spirit realm. We sever those ties that are now binding the hearts and we break them. And in so doing, we pray into the glory of love within the hearts of each. Tear down those walls, we say, Father, tear down those walls. And as those walls of the hardness of the heart are, are ripped down, the loving power of Jesus flows through and we weave together again the glory of unity and love and respect for one another. We declare these things over this family in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Oh, Heavenly Father, 
I make a covenant, which I make on earth, also make in heaven. I am yours and you are mine, Father. Put me to suffering. Put me to suffering. Put me to doing. I will fight for you. Lay down my life for you. Put me with whom you will, you will and always hear your voice, not straight from you. Thank you for being great, the great redeemer and sustainer. I will do all things for you and your authorities. I see these days in Jesus' name. P.S. The men that hear this prayer, please stand up and be the leader in your household for Father God. It's not time to mess around. I am one of I'm one that knows and has lost everything he has ever loved, for, loved from the dead stone walls. You truly need to be spiritual leader in your house because the enemy is coming for you first. And thanks again, Scott, for letting me know, grow with you, finding my way back to Christ and to be true at heart. Love you, brother, Jeffrey Edwards. Well, thank you, Jeffrey. Love you too. All right, this is this is right at the core of what this whole last few days was about at men's camp, and I appreciate this prayer. Father God, we are in a critical hour, an hour when we need to see the rise of men, the mighty men of God. And so this is a prayer, Father, for the tearing down of strongholds, the releasing of the burdens and the chains that have strapped men down and anchored them to this earthly realm. This is a time, Father, that we need to, we are now declaring absolute freedom for these men's hearts that have been bound and shackled into addictions, porn addictions, and even making decisions of the size of families and the nature of a family as if to be God themselves. These are the spell-casting illusions that have set into men's brains. And now we free them from that and we sever those ties and bonds as we awaken the men in the heart of the mighty warriors to stand into the gap, to protect their families, to protect the children, to nurture their family, to love their wives as they love Jesus and to release themselves from the bondages of the flesh, to walk in as mighty men of God, not of this world, but here in this world, to be guardians and guides and protectors. We declare this, Father, over the men of this nation, over the men of this world, in a time when so many are confused, driven by hatred, driven by weakness, driven by uncertainty. These are spellcasts of confusion, and we break those chains and declare that by the authority of heaven, these men are set free. Furthermore, Father, we place, we place hedges of protection around men across the globe to sever the ties and binds of the demonic. And in so doing, we cast out those demons, declare these men authority, our authority over these men as the authority of kingdom, that they are children of the Most High and are no longer accessible to the demonic realm. Any demons seeking to corrupt the hearts and minds of men, you are, will be eternally bound to speak the words, Jesus is King and cast into the lake of fire to wait, await your fate forever. Father, we pray, pray this blessing of a loving heart amongst the men, a heart that understands the power of love, both in the feminine and the masculine, the mightiness of the sword and the compassion for love. Raise them up, Father, in this critical hour in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. That balance is critical. And we'll talk about that probably tonight. The balance of having Adam and Eve, the woman and the men, united as one. That balance in the heart of men is critical because when we just talk about men as in terms of fiery rage, wrath, righteousness, we lose the compassion that every warrior needs to have. 
And this is where we start to rebuild the family at its root. Hmm. This gets a little interesting. Oh, Heavenly Father, we bring Todd to you, Scott Kesterson's brother, to heal his heart and restore the love of his brother. Make it to be burning desire in him, Father, for one who knows that ones have a brother I did not... I did not been able to talk to. Yes, Father, no one should be without family, especially in times so I do know. I have a son also named Kyle that I have not been able to talk to. Uh, to that is only there when he needs help. So I know, Father, how hard it is to be without family. So please heal Todd and bring them back together with Scott and his mom and dad. You say these things by your authority in Jesus name please give Scott a double blessing and bring his brother back to his life let Scott know how much he means to me I've been there from the beginning and watched the walk you walk which has brought me closer to to father myself so thank you Scott I love you brother Jeffrey Edwards father we're going to we're stepping into this place this morning of the healing of family and understanding that with time, families create scars and burdens. An enemy that attacks, attacks to go to the core of the nature of love in a family. And those wars are waged in the heart that often leaves scars that carry on for generations. Father, today... We declare a breaking of ties, of chains from the past, a mending and a healing. And Jesus, we ask for you to step in, a mending and a healing of brothers and sons, of fathers, of mothers, to knit that together in a miraculous way, to start bringing home the members of families that have stepped away, who have walked into a different path, wandered into the desert, lost the trust or carry the scars of the pain of families and the time pasts. Father, we place ourselves before the throne and any actions that we've taken within our family. We seek forgiveness that have left damage amongst one another. And in so doing, Father, we raise up the prayers of healing in the blood of Christ and we declare healing over these families. For Jeffrey Edwards, we pray for the healing with his son Kyle to knit together a powerful moment where he his son and he can be reunited, bridged and built through the body of Christ. For my brother, we pray for healing, healing to mend wounds between us, healing to release him from the spirits of bipolarism, to break those chains and separate them, to free him truly in his mind and body, to raise him up as he is a great father, to be even a greater son to his parents and a great brother to me. Guide us, Father, in this hour, Bless us and release these men into the love of Jesus. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. On heaven, oh, Heavenly Father, we need healing here for cancer. I got this last minute from a guy that just started at my work. He is a nephew of his wife 
He is a nephew of his wife who is in the Cameroon. It is only 36, and he is only 36. Father says by your... Father says, by your stripes, we are healed. We need a miraculous healing for... No, hold on, this is not working right. Something's not right here. Hold on. Oh, Heavenly Father, we need healing here for cancer. I got this last minute from a guy that just started at my work. He is a nephew of his wife. His is Cameron. It, it is only 36 Father says, by your stripes, we are healed. We need miraculous healing for Cameron. And they and hands on him by authorities to remove this cancer from his body. In Jesus' name, Jeffrey Edwards. Father, we are declaring healing over Cameron, who is dealing with cancer. And so we sever the bonds and the ties of the demonic that has managed to infect his body with these parasitic attacks that have taken a physical form. We sever those ties and free his body from that enslavement, purging the cancerous cells and tumors with the power and glory of the Holy Spirit to raise up the joy of heaven, to lift up the positive and knowing of health and healing and life and cast out the thoughts of death and limited life. We cleanse this body in the name of Jesus with the blood healing all of that damage and releasing Cameron as a fully healed child of the Most High. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Prayer request. My dad has been struggling with lung cancer for about five years. He's 76. He did the whole cancer stuff they have you do. Chemo, radiation, immunotherapy, yada, yada and he got the jab plus one booster. I have, somewhat, I have a somewhat close relationship with him. Today the doctor put him on oxygen. I knew it was coming. As he struggles very much to breathe, he does not know Jesus. For over a year, God's been prompting me to go to him, go to get him a Founder's Bible as a gift. He loves America, loves history, loves to read, and he serves in the Air Force as a young and he served in the Air Force as a young fella. I finally got him the Founder's Bible at Bard's Fest last week. My husband and I are looking forward to presenting it to him in a couple of days. Our prayer, if you would likely join, if you would like to join us, is that my dad may know the love of Jesus and seek him. I know free will is a thing, and I, I honor it, but I also know we are su- supposed to pray for our loved ones to come to him. We do pray with my dad often, and we, and we openly talk about Jesus in front of him. He doesn't fight us about it, but he often will change the subject. I believe he's angry with Father, which is okay, but I hope he works through this with God. My, my stepmom is in remission for the same type of cancer and pharmacia drugs. She's a recovering Catholic and loves the Lord. She's learning to seek Jesus, praise God. She's awake, and my dad is painfully slowly waking up. Anyway, prayers, please, for whatever the Spirit lays on your heart. For my parents, thank you, in love. Heather from New York. Update. We went to my parents today and presented my dad with the Bible. He was really grateful, and I was able to tearfully look at him in the eyes and say, God really, really loves you. He was a little surprised, but I hope it was, he received it. 
Then my husband gave my dad a word. My husband was shown a vision of my dad laying face down in the ground with an oxen yoke on him and he was trapped. Because my dad's cancer and treatments, he lost a lot of muscle and strength. He always has been a beefy dude. He was a wrestler all through college and was always very strong, so his weakening is affecting him a lot. God wants him to give Jesus the yoke. My husband read Matthew 11 to him. My burden is easy and my, my yoke is light and explained that my dad needs to give the burdens to Jesus and then all laid hands on my dad and prayed over him. It was a special time for our family today. It's a huge blessing. God is good. Heather from New York. So there is an interesting part of this that I'm speaking as I think this is a great lesson in this that we all need to hear. And that's what I've been kind of nudged here by the Holy Spirit this morning. Notice how powerful the completion of the nudge. Father was nudging a founder's Bible to be given to their father for over a year. So Heather, I say this respectfully, but I want you to hear this because it's important. For over a year, father nudged them to get a founder's Bible. This is what we do too often. We hear a nudge and we don't respond immediately. When a nudge comes, we need to respond. Notice how quickly the tide changed the minute the founder's Bible was handed. We don't always understand the outcomes of what we're going to get out of something, but we are wonderful at building walls and, and slowing down or denying the importance of the moment. If our father tells us to do something, say yes and go. And doors shall be opened. And we don't always see those miracles, but it's essential that we, be, we live that sort of intentional life. So if you have a feeling to do something, whether it's to give somebody a hug, whether it's to say something to somebody, whether it's to give somebody a, a sandwich or make them a loaf of bread, give them a founder's Bible, whatever that is, whatever you're being nudged to do, lean into this and, and do as Father guides. These doors then open. But if we delay, fortunately here, we delayed and still happened because there's a love the Father's honoring. But we have to be aware of the importance of these nudges from heaven. So Father, we are blessed by this story as both a reminder of the need to respond to what you put on our hearts and equally amazed and humbled at the power of such a gift as you have put in our hearts to give and how it can open the doors quickly to the dialogue of loving kingdom and opening our eyes to the glory of heaven. Father, in this case with Heather's father, we pray for a continued opening of his heart, but we go further. Because what we're not hearing in this prayer today, Father, is the declaration of healing. This is a man who took the vax, who has an extra jab with it, and we rebuke that completely from the demonic side. We sever the ties of influence upon his body. We cleanse his body with the power of the Holy Spirit. And in so doing, we pray restorative healing over his entire body. We're not going to accept, Father, that he lays in the bed, slowly withering and having to accept Jesus and then die. This unfortunately is a mentality we get that somehow we get to. It's like, oh, before he dies, he must accept. Father, today we break those chains. Those, that's a spell casting that we break. Instead, we say, Father, this is a man who are in his now eyes are opening to the glory and power of Jesus, our Savior, and we pray life over him, life over him, Father, restoration of life to raise him up and to make him mighty as a man of wisdom 
and to carry out his days gloriously, strong as he was, restored fully to as he was, clear of mind, clear in health of the body, and be able to walk now in Jesus as a testimony to a man that was on the edge, who is now whose health was restored, to speak Jesus into the world and to become one of testimony for all to hear, be inspired by, and to lead others to Christ for the lives and for the years and time remaining on this earth in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. My company recently went on a hiring freeze. I have a very strange feeling about going into the office this afternoon. I don't know it's because I'm being attacked spiritually or because I'm picking up something the Holy Spirit is laying down. Being in high tech, I've been laid off a lot after watching Bardsfest and the combined podcast this week. There has been a lot of spiritual upheaval as garbage has surfaced and has has to be dealt with. I'm a little discombobulated. <laughs> yep, that would be a big yippers right there. We all feel it. It's pretty powerful. It's Holy Spirit releasing us and transforming us. That's a beautiful thing right there. So continuing, update. Work still feels weird. It's surreal knowing that what's going on, going down spiritually and to be around a bunch of people who just keep going along like things are fairly normal. Layoffs are still very real, possibility possibility given the state of the economy. But after I reached out to Brian and started praying against the negative spiritual barnacles on my whole, I felt a sense of peace, S.D. Keith. Okay, a couple of things. Spiritual attacks are real, especially following an event of the magnitude of Barsfest in Flemingsburg. That's real. What we have to do is we have to change our position on the battlefield. And that is that we have to do exactly as Keith, S.D. Keith did. It's just to pivot and start facing the enemy head on and start praying against them and breaking those strongholds. That has to be in everybody's toolkit and you have to be prepared to do that at all times. The enemy wants you to feel down, trodden, broken, fearful, uneasy. That's the enemy's tools. We have tools of glory. We have tools of healing. We have tools of knowing we are the children of the Most High. Now, Keith, there's a word here. SD Keith, there's a word here. It's an important one. As you talk about feeling uneasy to work, and then you talk about all the people that are basically zombified, Holy Spirit put in my heart that your role right now at work is to awaken them in the body of Christ, to introduce them to the glories of heaven, to get them to start lifting their eyes up and seeing our King, Jesus, and having and lead them to Christ. This is a mission that you're on, not a job. And so, Father God, we pray for that clarity to head on to S.D. Keith's heart to understand that part of the reason it appears that the enemy was attacking him is because the enemy knows that he has a calling to help awaken people to the power and glory of of heaven and our love and our King, Jesus. So, Father, we're praying for a warrior spirit of heart, heart to hit on Keith, to wake him up in such a mighty way, to have the confidence to step in and say, I will send me, Father, and walk into this new battlefield as an emissary of heaven to lift up the many around him, to open their eyes to the glory of kingdom, and to affect every man, woman he can in this battle that we're in. Father, this is a mighty and noble task, and so we anoint him as a warrior under the kingdom and place him with the tools necessary to enter into his work zone, to pray, to heal, to restore, to lift up the many, to guide them to the love of Christ, in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Hello, everyone. I'm asking for 
asking all to send prayers for my young man and his family, for a young man and his family that are very dear friends of the department of, of our daughter and son-in-law. Hmm, be nice if I could read today. There's like two mistakes in one sentence. Good job. All right. The young man names... <laughs> All right, brain kicking deer. Father God, I rebuke this enemy of chaos that is trying to twist my words as I speak and now declare absolute and total focus on this passage and its prayer to bring healing in mighty ways and crush that demon under my feet. The young man's name is Zach, 29 years old. He has passed away due to overdose and his family is devastated and he was not a regular user of drugs and was given it by someone else unwittingly. Heavenly Father, please place a hedge of protection around the family left behind. Give the strength and peace to endure the tragic loss of life of their son. In Jesus Christ's holy name, amen. Truth Patriot. In this world, if anybody is, has any inclination to use drugs, you are now subject to being judged. That's basically it. Because the drugs are being infected all over the place with fentanyl. And I want you to think about that for a minute. Intentionally or unintentionally, the person made a choice. And I don't know if that means it was slipped to them. If that's the case, then that's pure evil. If it was a choice to experiment, kids that are doing this, we have a, an absolute mission ahead of us to break those chains and to awaken these children to the reality that drugs are being poisoned. And this is part of a harvest that's going on by the evil. So Father God, we begin this prayer today by breaking the spells and hesitations of adults of not intervening to protect the children to step in now and to speak truth to power, to awaken them to the threats, not to turn a blind eye because somebody's smoking weed or because it's supposed to be legal and it's easy. All of our drugs now, Father, we know very well are, are subject to being poisoned, to literally kill the life and steal the soul. So, Father, we pray for that strength of, of the men of God and the women of God to step in and start being the stewards of this earth and start being the protectors of children. For the family that has lost Zach, 29 years old, to a drug use, we pray for Zach. Father, we go further, knowing his heart, not knowing his heart, but believing his heart is pure, even though corrupted, we pray for his soul and ask as we present it to the courts of heaven to be reconsidered, no matter where he is, to be blessed, hopefully, with a reconsideration to enter the gates of heaven and not be cast to the depths of hell. Father, we also stand here at this time and pray for this family and pray for this family to take this moment of a brokenheartedness and convert it to honor Zach in his life by becoming advocates and protectors of other children to prevent this continued dis disruption and distribution of drugs, to give them the fire of Jesus, to walk into this world and the fire of the Holy Spirit, to step in and say, enough is enough. I stand in the gap. There shall be no more. Bless this family with that anointing, Father. And we declare this in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. We are in such a critical hour right now. And many things are coming to the head and we can see it. The enemy's on the move and we have to get more aggressive in what we do. Death is hard, but we have to turn death into heroic actions, motivations to do the right thing for others. Take our losses not waller in the pain, but now rise, rise up as a nation to be greater in thee. And in so doing, become the warriors from Christ and understand that the battlefield is real. Losses will happen, but we will take the inspiration from that which was lost 
turn it into the righteous fires, to turn against the enemy and crush him decisively, to free and to awaken the many that still are here. Hey, Bards, family, me again. Who's me? Hmm, Julie Ross. The, the, the partition lawsuit my brother has filed against me trying to force sale of my property and take half of the proceeds has in about three weeks already eaten half of the $20,000 loan I took out for an attorney. Please pray that either Lord would see the defeated, see this defeated quickly, like before the loan runs out, or open up avenues of resources for me to pay the attorneys, such as taking a loan out against the property. Thanks, Owen. Oh, I could re- could use. Please pray for me for uh, to have the strength. I'm getting really weary. Thanks again, Julie Ross. Here's the Holy Spirit talking. And listen, this is important, Julie. The reason you're feeling weary is because you're doing something that's unnatural. You're being worn down by the spirit because you're walking in the trap of the spirit. This is a fight against your brother. That is against heaven. It doesn't make any sense. I don't know the root of this, but we know at the root, there's something that evil has gotten hold of both of you and you're fighting each other over a property. This doesn't make sense. This is evil at play. Heaven wants unity. And God provides unlimited resources. But when you're pushing against this, this is why you're being worn down. And this fight is truly at the heart of Satan right now. Father God, we pray against this battle between a brother and a sister. We break the chains. We sever that of evil. And we cast a hedge of protection around both of these people, anchored in the blood of Christ. And we make all demonic activity off limits, declaring both the brother and the sister, the children, part of the kingdom and children of the most high. They have no, no demon has any authority here anymore. And devil get behind us because we see your work and you will not fight this family or manipulate this family anymore. And we declare that openly in the name of Jesus Christ, our savior. We are the children of the most high intervening here for the greatness of kingdom. And we now we pray father and declare love and healing between this brother and sister. This nonsense of attorneys that are literally the agents of Satan themselves We ask that their tongues be bound and that they face each other and turn to their clients and say, you must heal and speak the word Jesus as they do so to open their hearts and take away the greed within their heart, the stealing money to keep a rift, a blood rift going between family members. Whatever this pain is happening between brother and sister, Jesus, we ask for your intervention to heal that and to interweave these hearts in love, not in hatred. We will not pray for victory for one sibling over the other. We will pray instead for the unity of brother and sister to come together and embrace themselves in the love and glorious kingdom intended. And our Father looks at, and we will give you the pray for the blessings that will flow when the love is built and the bridges of love are restored. And you walk together, not apart, and you face each other and fight back to back to fight off an enemy rather than face to face to destroy one another. And with that, Father, we pray and declare healing and protection over this family to allow the flow of the Holy Spirit to reinvigorate the love between them. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Hey, y'all. Asking for prayers for my daughter, Summer. My chicken pecked her, her, she pecked her eye yesterday. She is only one. Praise the Lord. I it missed uh, her, her water line, but the smallest by the smallest amount. However, the eye is swollen, and I'm praying that she doesn't get a bad infection and it heals quickly. I couldn't bear it if something happened to her vision. Thank you all. God bless. Update. Hey all. I had mom look at her and she's 
she's a doctor. She said she's not worried now and, and her swelling is actually going down. Can barely see, can barely see it. Praise Jesus. I did use colloidal silver earlier and I think that really helped Victory Helming. What helped was Jesus. Yeah, I got the colloidal silver stuff. Roger that. But that's the healing through prayer in Jesus. So praise to Jesus. Father God, I just want to thank you for the healing of Victory Hellman's daughter, Summer. We just ask that this child of the Most High be blessed and anointed with a, a deeper love. She has something in her. She's, she, her. Her courageousness at one to hold a chicken and have the chicken peck her eye. There's something there, not because of the chicken pecking her eye, because she has a delicate love for the creatures of this earth. So Father, this child, Summer, we ask for a blessing and an anointment of love in a greater way of kingdom, to carry the love of Christ into the world and to be that person, to be that child that grows up to lead others in the mightiness of love. Let this moment and instant be a moment of transformation. And may the healing and the salve of the blood of Christ coat her and heal her eye to the perfection, but restore her vision, not as one that walks in this earth, but one that walks in the glory of kingdom. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Prayer request for all those peoples who have chosen to trust in God. Hmm, that would be me, apparently. I hope it's you. Do you trust in God? I know I do. That's what I'm here for, baby. Waging war like we should. Almighty Father, as, I can, as we continue to walk in faith, recommitting ourselves to trust you daily, we, have, we walk among those who have chosen you and read about you, but may not have yet a relationship with you, something we may take for granted. It is for those people we intercede in prayer for. There is, there is no follow. There is no follow this map kind of approach, but rather a surrender to obedience in and compassion, companionship we build upon our faith that comes from reading your word and trusting in its absolute trust or truth. Father, bless these believers, share and encourage them with your promises, guide them into seeking a deeper and more intimate relationship with you. Let them find and experience the complete satisfaction and fulfillment in knowing you. Give them peace and joy in overwhelming abundance. Let their vulnerable and crucial nature be met with extremely extraordinary conversions that allow them to hear your voice and experience your unconditional love. We pray for your wisdom to make them wise, your glory to reign over them, and your undeniable presence to be with them always, that they will glorify your holy name. It is in Jesus' name, the name of authority above all, we ask this. Amen. Warriors for Christ. Good prayer. Father, understanding and seeing you and Jesus, to have that relationship with you is something that unfortunately does not get translated well in the dead stone walls, the skinny jean pulpit in the marshmallow pew. What we know is that you live amongst us, in us, through us, and in this world. We're praying a prayer of, of release today to release people from the bondages and the deception and lies that have woven into their hearts and thoughts 
to somehow turn their eyes away from you, but instead turning to the false God, the idols, the materialism, the things that have nothing to do with heaven. We pray for a settling of the heart to have an understanding that everything that is here is not going with them to kingdom. That all that we are and must be is built and forged on the daily walk and breath that we make in alignment with the glory of heaven. Father, that truth is one that we pray in and declare over every person in this globe. In a time when the increasing tremors of war, we pray for the hearts to be shaken. All things must be shaken to discover what is truly will stay and remain. And this is an hour to shake the heart, Father. So declare a great shaking of the hearts of men and women, a shaking that will tear down the walls, a shaking that will open the heart to the glory of kingdom, a shaking that will be so profound that what it strips away will leave a truth and clarity before them always allowing each person to make a choice in free will. But the clarity of the walk is what we seek, to understand truly whom they serve and whom they can serve. For the glory of heaven is a service of our heart, our mind, our soul, our body. And let that understanding settle in, to fill each one fully, to understand that the opportunities that sits before us are the glory of kingdom. And once touched by the love of kingdom, it truly is the key to set them free. All of this we declare, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Hey, Bards family. I met a woman, Juanita, that we must lift up in prayer. Her daughter's name is Ruby and was in the hospital. I didn't get all the details, but when I asked if she felt she could share more and with me and I would and, and I would like to pray with for her and her pray with her and for her she let me know her daughter is having mental issues from dealing with being raped Oof. she is 21 years old and is staying with the family because she doesn't feel comfortable in her mother's home please pray with me to break the bonds of trauma from this rape and fill them both with a peace and healing, strength, the armor of Christ. God bless. Thank you. Holy day. Father, this is one of these attacks that's purely devastating at such a deep level. For Ruby has been raped. And there is a, this is one of the great crimes of our time. Father, we understand the burdens of these and as a rape happens it can open the doors and portals to demons to enter in especially as a fear and the pain swell within the body so father we pray for the breaking of chains of this traumatic tie to the past we sever the trauma from the moment and jesus we pray that you'll walk with her and walk with us back to that moment to release and heal the wound that is so deep Father, we place a hedge of protection around Ruby and fill her fully with the Holy Spirit. And we ask that the Holy Spirit flows through her and heals her, restores her, and lets the memories fade. Father, there's an uncertainty now as she walks, not knowing who to trust. And so, Jesus, we pray for your entry here to place your hand upon her, to fill her full of the trust that only you can provide, the deep and powerful trust of our Lord and Savior. Let that be the salve that heals her wounds and frees her from the chains that are now encapsulating her and holding her back. For the wounds within the family 
We pray for a greater power of love to fill each heart and to swell into this home. For the perpetrator of this crime, we ask for justice and we bring this man before the courts of heaven or woman, whoever it may be. Whoever the perpetrator of this crime be, we present them to the courts of heaven. And Father, with your mercy and grace, we ask for judgment upon this person, however judgment form may take. But may this judgment ultimately seek what we always seek, to heal and to restore. So Father, we say this with an open and loving heart, knowing that our hands here are, are limited to the actions which we can take. For we walk in this place, but judgment is yours. And what form judgment takes, we honor with the glory of all that you are, Father. But we seek above all, Father, the healing from the trauma and the breaking of the bonds of the demonic that are at present here and trying to enter in. So this child, Ruby, is now declared as a child of the Most High. All demonic activity is now forbidden for any activity near Ruby. You will be met with aggressive and lethal force. You will be bound and gagged, cast into the lake of fire, forever committed to speaking the words, Jesus is Lord, and suffering the punishment therein. And so, Father, we pray for this protection as we also pray for the healing angels to surround her, to, uh, and to bless her and to heal her from inside, from head to toe and toe to head. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Hey, Scott and Bart's family. I have been listening to your shows with Resistance Chicks, and you're all spot on. After I had my second child, I made the decision to get my tubes tied. That What ended up happening, though, is the doctor introduced me to a tubule ligation where they actually removed the tubes entirely. They did ask me a question, and like I was absolutely sure I wanted to do this, and I, if my children died or husband died, would I feel differently? I was around 28 years old and in my mind was done with children. I was told this isn't able to be reversed. I do not have Christ in my heart. I did not have Christ in my heart at this time. I didn't have a relationship. I didn't have a relationship with him. Wasn't reading or hearing God's word, which changes everything about each decision we make for this, in this life. The reason the doctor gave for struggling the procedure, for suggesting the procedure was just tying the tubes was that this greatly reduced the risk of cancer and that sounded good to me. I have never felt the same after the surgery. It was rough recovery. Prior to the tubule ligation, I had merennial blood. That This has numbed my emotions and I had a doctor tell me I was killing babies with uh, with the, the Judd. There is an emptiness and darkness that dwells within when we are not in Christ and his word is not in us. Recognizing that this is the first step in deliverance and healing. I have repented and prayed and asked for the forgiveness and continue to do so daily as the Holy Spirit brings memories up for me to work through, transform, even blot out. I believe in the power of complete healing. I believe nothing is too big for our God. And I have even dreams that my tubes grew back and I was married and pregnant again. There are many moments over the past two weeks where I have seemed, seen 
sense the power of the Spirit of God doing work in my life and in my body. He is doing great works in your life. He is remembering the body of Christ. Thank you and praise praise the one true God. There is no other holy, holy day. We are going to pray for complete restorative healing of this body of holy day. We are going to pray to have what God gave her restored. For her humbleness before the throne, Father, is immense. And the weight of this burden that she has carried, we now pray and declare healing over this wound. Father God, we come to you with one of the greatest requests we could bring. The restoration of a womb and an ability to, to carry children into the world. What a great love of a mother. And may she not have to carry the burden of a past before she knew you. So, Father, we declare healing over this body, miraculous and instantaneous healing, to restore the tubes, to restore her health, her body function, to return to her the blessing of being the carrier of, the, of children and to be a mother in this world. Father, we pray for her the return of the love of a husband and the ability to have children in this world. In a time when so many are walking away from this, Father, we declare this a person before you as a person with the heart of Jesus and the true gift of what heaven desires to be part of the creation of life. We have a testimony here, Father, by Holy Day that we now stand in the gap to bring to you and say, this person has sought forgiveness and through the blood of Christ has been forgiven. So, Father, we declare healing that only can be brought by your hand. But a miraculous healing that will restore the power of life within her to truly see the magnificence of your glory, the glory of miracles that we know that you, as the one true God, can do. For you are the bringer of life. You are the gifter of life and the gifter of creation within us. We pray for the unburdening of the weight of the past and the breaking of chains. And Holy Day, I speak to you now. As the Holy Spirit says, you must declare the soul tie to that moment of trauma, severed and lost. You break that soul tie and speak it in name. And you now step into this world as reborn and new, embracing the power of the Holy Spirit to heal your body. Humble yourself before the throne as you do, but do so now with the glory and joy in your heart, knowing that Father is looking down on you with a smile. Embrace the power of life. And Jesus, we ask for your hands to touch and heal, to place your hands upon a womb, to restore it in the glory as it was intended from the beginning in the garden, to bring life back and the ability to carry life in a world that seems so dark. We now have such a beautiful moment in time to remind us truly of what is truly at the core of our existence. For we have been given the power of creation. Let this mother be restored. And we declare that in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Prayer Warriors. A local farmer that raises pro potatoes fell yesterday morning. No one saw it happen, though there were several people in the same pole barn. He had severe head injury, damaged brainstem, 
broke clavicle, broken ribs, and a blood clot and collapsed lungs. He made it through his surgery, but is in critical condition. They did not, they did a reflex test on him to which he mildly responded. He is a believer in Jesus and so very needed in his family. They are a family of nine, seven children of which two are adopted. His name is Jonathan and his wife is Carissa. I know that our father is the healer and I'm asking that you all pray with us for a miracle that leaves him completely healed without any side effects. Thank you. Keturah Yoder. We will, we will get complete healing on this. There are no options, for this is what we do. Father, we present to you Jonathan and his wife, Carissa. Jonathan has fallen, and he's a father, a steward of a family. In a time when fathers have walked away, this man has prospered and asked for more and sought the blessings of heaven to expand a family on this earth. Father, we raise our hands now, surround this man with love, and we pour into him our hearts and our love of Jesus, and we declare healing upon his body, total and restorative healing, we declare, and we present this to you in the name of Jesus. For Father, our love pours out for this man and his family in a time when we need strong fathers. And this is obviously an attack by Satan to try to take away such a beautiful soul. And we rebuke that attack. We sever those ties. We place a hedge of protection around this family. And we fill this family truly with the Holy Spirit. And may our prayers echo with the others to make a wave of incredible healing that flows over this family. A restorative healing that raises this father literally from the edge of the dead. To restore him mightily within kingdom. To rejuvenate his, his love in Jesus. And to restore his body to the might in which it was. Flawless. Without scar. Without memory. Of, the, of this dreadful fall. Jesus, we ask that you'll walk with him back to that moment of the fall to heal the trauma of the moment, to restore the memories and erase those of pain. And Father, now to raise up this man in the glory of kingdom, let the light shine upon him, let the light shine through him and let, he wa let him walk now with the glory of Christ in his eyes to speak the truth, the power of the power of our Holy Spirit, the power of healing and may his presence, his experience, his walk now be a symbol and a motivation for those to seek a deeper relationship within Jesus. Bless this family, Father. Restore this man, and we declare these things in the name of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Good morning. No matter where we are in our life, God is still on the throne, and Jesus is beside him in prayer for each of us here. I listen and have been a faithful listener and supporter for quite some time and I thank and 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 I thank and love this family. I need prayer to align my actions and thought process towards Father. Alone I have been following the steps of educating, loving and, and standing for my community. I live in a small rural area and there is a big election in Oct on October 14th in Louisiana throughout the state. In my area, a sheriff's race, one who has, one who has served many terms and part of a regime of over 50 years. He has many corrupt actions, including many top officials and, 
involved in child pedophilia. Thus, my justice anger flares high. I am struggling. I send out messages on social media about the old sheriff and his actions, and I do draw, and I do draw righteous sword against them, turning a blind eye. I ask for those turning a blind eye. I ask for prayer in knowing how to lead as God would have me lead. Please stand in prayer for a change and a new, fresh st- st- sheriff to take over and the veil be torn away and the truth known those deep in repentance or God uh, to have his way way thank you always Lisa I will be I will be the new sitting justice of the peace in my small town I have prayed for the wisdom of Solomon Lisa C There is no crime greater than the crime against children. And Father, here we have a doer and perpetrator of such crimes, at least as it is accused. Father, this sheriff we pray for is the revealing of truth, that all that was hidden become to light, and there to be nothing yet left unexposed. And may this come out to confront the many, and may with the knowledge, with this knowledge, know that if you now know the truth, you will be judged on the truth you, you deny or your actions to make the truth known more. For this is a moment in time for this small community to be, to bring atonement to the damage done in the past. And so we place this entire community at the feet of the courts of heaven. For there are many in this community that know what is going on. And because of their complicit nature, they're continuing to vote for this sheriff because the knowledge of what he knows and what he isn't exposing is protecting their lifestyles and keeping them in their minds safe. But this ends today. We break the chains of the demonic that have controlled this community. We place a bloodline around this community. And in the name of Jesus, we declare this as kingdom authority and kingdom land. No more will there be any more authority by the demonic in this space. And any demons trying to enter in here, influence, or deny truth, you are forever bound and cast into the lake of fire. And judgment sits upon you now and in eternity as you speak the words, Jesus is king forever. The hearts of these men who have been tied and bound by the fortresses in the spirit realm, we now wage war against. And we break these strongholds with the mightiness of the sword of love and the sword of, sp- of the spirit, slaying all those demons that are involved in trying to control the outcome and damage the children. In a spiritual space, all those demons are now cast out into the lake of fire. And those on the ground, living in the mortal flesh, understand truly that their masters are now no longer with them and let that fear settle into their heart as the mightiness of our Lord and Savior is made known to them. Jesus, we ask for your presence to be known. May you show your face to each of these criminals and to each person in this community. And may the knowledge of what they harbor in their heart be so overwhelming that they must confess this to the world. And in so doing, we want, we pray that this community be shaken to the bone, 
shaken to the bone to realize of the crimes that they participated in and the consequences of serving the Dark Lord. And in so doing, may the voice of one, Lisa, be elevated up as truth echoes across this land. And may her voice, and we declare her voice to be that of a trumpet, to speak truth to power, and to rise up to be the justice that oversees the restoration and the protection of the little ones. In Christ Jesus' name, we declare, amen. Good morning, folks. Friends, acquaintances, brothers and sisters, all family, I have a prayer request. I have an acquaintance who lives in the Midwest, let's say, my acquaintance is looking to find a new physician for right work to support his family and to have the opportunity to transplant his family to another state. Please pray that this person will be touched by the hand of God, that Christ will walk with them, and that the, the Holy Spirit will guide them to, a full, to fulfill the Father's will, and that Father will bless them with the dreams and desires they have for a new home and a new career. Thank you very much, Spooky Rick Mulder. Hang on a second. Father, we hear this prayer for change. A prayer that I'm hearing begins deep with a shift in relationship in the love of Christ. While the prayer is seeking change, I'm hearing the Holy Spirit say that the change has to begin in the heart. So, Father, we pray for the depth of of the heart, a deeper relationship within Jesus, and in so doing, a relinquishing of all authority to him. And with that, may this blessing and may this prayer move this family to where you intend, not where they desire necessarily, but where you intend. And may the opportunities in that place open and may the hearts be willing to receive. So Father, we pray for a blessing of this family to step into the path of the Holy Spirit, to truly walk with Jesus in their heart. And may that happen through these various levels of experience of the people that, that apparently seem willing to accept that path. Let those doors be opened and let the glories of heaven flow. And may they rise up to be warriors on the battlefield much needed in a place you need them most. But most of all, Father, we pray for the contentment of the heart and we declare that over them to be able to receive that which is given and live happily within those within that space, knowing very well that it is where you need them and where Christ needs them most. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Father-in-law scheduled for cancer surgery. That puts me as teacher for homeschool. Prayers appreciated for FIL surgery to get all cancer. Update one. Surgery complete. Doc says it all looked well and went well. Believes he got all the bad stuff. Recovery. Healing. Prayers requested. Father-in-law update. Home resting. Thanks for prayers. Jaron Jackson. Oh, that's good. I love Jaron.
Father, we just ask for a continued blessing over Jaron Jackson and his father-in-law. You know, that through prayers that we can heal all. And may this be a restorative healing, both in the physical and the spiritual in many ways. Father, we pray for the for Jaron, who has continued love for his family, fights mightily for kingdom. May you bless him and may you bless his father and his home and his family and anoint them as a healing place of healing and restoration. Pray that all cancer that was in his father-in-law is gone and we declare total healing over this man. That there will be no more cancer in his body, that he'll be flushed and purified with the power of the Holy Spirit and the blood of Christ. And in so doing, restore truly to the the strength of kingdom as intended to become active participant and a loving example of a father-in-law and as a man of Christ. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Requesting prayers to rebuke the medical industry's cases, they vomit out of their mouths telling my papa, Robert Vickery, he has four to six months to live. He is not affected by their curse knowing that he stands out He stands with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. It's to raise up to the spirits of our family surrounding him to not feed into the diagnosis that no man has the right to speak. I just want this moment to continue to be humbling to my Papa's salvation and understanding to those around him that he is in God's hands. J. Crest 3698. Father, we rebuke the spell casting that is placed upon the, around this man's lives. And Father, we say that every time that a spell cast is spoken, the tongues become confused and, the, and those words fall on deaf ears. Father, we pray for J. Crest 3698. Father, Robert Vickery. We declare healing, massive healing over his body. And we break any of the bonds and chains they were tried to attach themselves to him from the demonic with the spell cast that tried to determine the length of his life. For these are the most evil. Because they, they are insidious. They get inside people's heads. And this is not acceptable. Nor is it going to be allowed in this prayer. For this is a hedge of protection that now sits around this family, around Robert and that any of the demonic activity there to try to affect the spirit is now rebuked. Chains are broken and they're cast out. And Jesus, we just ask that you can make yourself present to the fullness of this family, to show your face, to calm their ills, to wounds, to heal their wounds, and to now speak only the truth of scripture rather than the the lies of a Babylonian Talmud-based medical system. We rebuke the, the curses, we reverse them, we cut any chains or bonds that they may have built. We free this family from those overlords of, of mind deception and let them hear only the words of Jesus and scripture to lift up their hearts and minds. Bless this family, guide them, raise them up in the power of the Holy Spirit. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name, amen. Hello, Bard's Prayer Warriors. Thank you for prayers. Praise our, um, praise our awesome Lord who it was, whose ways are so far above ours. Provision was made for our attorney. 
last night, last night's Eaton Trip trustee management. The trustees attentively received public comment. This is dealing with uh, East Palestine, by the way. The trustees attentively received public comment. Most noteworthy was an U.S. EPA document received yesterday. It showed Ross, which is Ross Environmental, by the way, to be excessively out of compliance for 89 days, March to July 2016, and it was not self-reported. Ross was fined $400,000. When asked if the two, asked if the two or people who have notified, no one had. Other violations and fines were enumerated. The health risks were never shared. And on, I said to, asked if the township or people had been notified. No one had. Other violations and fines were enumerated. The health risks never shared with the township or the public by, by Ross. Revelation of deed restrictions on Ross's land showed them zoned for heavy industrial or agriculture only with, Im- ir- only, only with irreparable harm to perhaps to persons on the land. Since the speaker had golfed on the course owned by Ross, she wondered what, Im- what ir- irreparable harm had befallen her. She has trouble do- uh, detoxing and her doctor wondered where she keeps picking up these chemicals. Moreover, the initial lawsuits and appeal allowed Ross to keep the incinerator because it was built prior to the zoning code of 1950. Township books show that that was not true. Bob Ross came to the township in 1960 inquiring what he needed to do. He was told he needed a permit. He never obtained one and built an incinerator anyway. Lagoons were built after the court appeal, in contempt of our court, but no one had the money to take Ross back to court. When the EPA forced them to clean up, the lagoons were dumped in the land and allowed to evaporate. Where the incinerator caught fire and exploded 15 times, the black smoke was seen for 20 miles radius. According to the zoning law, at the time, it, was not, it, should, not have been, it should not have been rebuilt. The people's attorney, Gerald Phillips, wants a referendum ready for a signature tonight, Wednesday the 10-4. The vote is in Ross's favor. Please pray he obtains little or a title or referendum in a timely fashion from Edson Township. No one at the town hall knows how to find out. Also, if signatures are needed, pray for quick favor and to abandon them. Ohio laws changed yesterday, increasing the number from 8% to 15% of voters who voted in the late governor's election. The public hearing continues tonight at 7 p.m. Let's see. So this is with much gratitude, Kevin and Christine, prayers update. Ross uh, application passed 2 to 1. Hignett and Moonshine, yes. Franks, no. Moonshine uh, stated that the APA had justification, jurisdiction for health concerns, and we should probably address them. The applicant met the requirements per zoning and felt the Democrat process should be exercised with a referendum. Mr. Phillips, Esquire, told Prosecutor Petz he better have a a resolution number tomorrow so we can write the referendum. 
We have 30 days to gather signatures, Kevin and Christine Taylor. Father, this is a case again of the insidious nature of corruption within our world, that there is no value for life and there is no value for the land and glory in which you have on this earth. Father, we rebuke Ross Environmental and we, we, upon them, we pray of a, an encasement that will prevent them from having any effect or any resolve. We ask for the courts of heaven to intercede, to strip away their funds and to leave the co company an empty shell. This we declare, Father, with your blessings to see that this is a true sense of justice that has to come to this hour. Father, we pray for those that are affected by the land and we pray a healing over this land, a protective protection over the land that no matter what environmental damage is done, all those in this area will be, will be kept clean, purified, and safe. And for those in the criminal class, may they be, continue to be exposed. May they not be able to hide. May all the crimes that were, they were involved in be brought to light. And may those in the townships that are voting in favor because they've been bought and owned, may that become to know, known to the public. And may the heart of accountability settle in on each and every person. We pray for a change in this county, in this township. The change is at the heart. We pray for a shift within the moral foundation of which people walk and breathe. That means we have to break the chains that are now breaking the chains at a spiritual level to collapse those fortresses as we wage war against those that manipulate in the flesh. We cast out those demons and break the bonds, casting them into the lake of fire and declaring them forevermore, having to speak the words, Jesus is king. And in so, do, in so doing, we loose the bonds that are binding them. And now people begin to float free, knowing that those that were threatening them or controlling them or protecting them are no longer capable of doing so. And exposing this criminality now, it is a criminality that's being exposed with the full knowledge that the words that people speak, they are being going to be held accountable in the courts of heaven. And in so doing, let that truth settle in. And for those that are operating against the will of God, against the will of the people, now must face the judgment of heaven itself. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Prayer request for my son. He experienced much healing in his eyes at Bard's Fest. He is requesting prayer for more healing. It feels like his eyeballs are being pulled. The neurologist said he, his detox pathways, methylation, were blocked and she needed the toxins gone first to work further on his eyes. The naturopath has helped with detox and nutritional support and using light therapy and frequencies to turn genes. Pray for the reverse, pray to reverse the course of the toxins we live in. Pray against the metal tities, metal tities that keep turning off his and others in my family genetics to fight the toxins. We will receive Trey to be restored, to move his eyes properly, to read and not have pain, to look out at a screened window. Thank you, Christine. Father, we bring to you this child of the Most High, a youth damaged by toxins and the environment in which we live. 
Father, we declare healing over this boy and healing over his eyes. And as Jesus allowed a blind man to see, today we take away the pain and declare that Trey's eyes will function in the perfection of kingdom, being given the sight not only for the flesh, but sight for the spirit. Father, we, we pray a healing salve and declare a healing salve over Trey's body, rooted in the blood of Christ. And with this, that all that is impure within him is flushed away and that he is fully restored to the glory and love and kingdom, refined at a younger age now to be able to walk more graciously and boldly in the body of Christ. We pray that around him now he has a hedge of protection, and we declare this hedge of protection in the name of Jesus. Any of the demonic that now has activity is broken. Those bonds are broken, and the demonic now screams but we rebuke that and we stand in the gap, raising our hands mightily to say that this child is no more property or controlled by the demonic realm, for we declare him as a child of the Most High and raise him up to be fully healed and Father be stored truly within the glory of heaven. Bless him, guide him, and we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Good morning, everyone. My prayer request is kind of different. We live in a rural neighborhood and we are super grateful that God put our boundaries in such a beautiful place. However, the place to the west of us has been vacant for a few years. The owner died and her daughter has done a lot of work on the land to get ready to sell. And we have been praying that the land that would, praying that the land would be preserved for a kingdom and we would have kingdom-minded neighbors next to us. I got a message from a current owner of the land and she is ready to just be done and will likely to take whatever is offered. And we have a kingdom-minded sweet family that, that we are praying will put an offer, on, offer for it. The family is a single mom. Her husband died a few years ago and she is wanting a place for her kids out in the country. She is a strong Christ follower, and we absolutely love her and her kids. So please pray that God works and moves so that the land goes to the people who will use it in God's glory, the country NTP. Country NTP, this is a word. I don't, you'll just have to take it for what it is. But Holy Spirit is saying that you have something to do here to help secure this property more than just pray for another family. That there's an, an action that you can take to intercede here and to be a steward or a co-steward, perhaps, to help bring this property into the hands of another. You become the bridge. So, Father God, we are hearing a prayer to secure land for kingdom. And we declare this land in the name of kingdom, that now the title is owned by heaven and what operates on this land becomes the stewards for heaven. And so, Father, we also hear of a young mother, a single mom, who is seeking this, this property to raise her children. So, Father, we ask for the blessings of this moment in time to anoint that family with the, all that is needed from heaven to acquire this property, but also to awaken the hearts of those around to come together as community, to start working together, to weave together a true space of security and kingdom. Father, these are times now that we must rewrite the way in which we do things. And so we ask for a blessing of clarity and we declare that clarity over people's minds to start looking past the limitations of what we normally see and to weave into new opportunities, to create new opportunities by tearing down the, law, law, the walls of limitation 
and opening our eyes to a horizon of new possibilities as we work together in concert in the body of Christ. Bless this family. Bless Country NTP. Awaken these hearts, weave them together. Allow this opportunity to flourish like all things in kingdom to where we bring a stronghold together in unity in the body of Christ. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. I have not posted in here for a long time. I am posting today to share a praise report. I was diagnosed with cancer January 2022. This was my second time to be diagnosed. Back in 2015, I did a natural treatment and it showed up it showed to the it showed to the left but in January 2022 I was told stage 4 I I have changed my diet changed my eating habits to where I fast I also told those involved in January 2020 that they were free to share their opinions with me I try to stay open minded on things yet for me and my belief will be in the power of God. He is the son of the of, and the Holy Spirit and I am and I will start I will stand on Isaiah 53:5. As if this last week, yes, I uh, I have moved back to my hometown in Texas from Tennessee where the diagnosis of 2022 was. Better support system um of my family. I was told that the by the oncologist that at the rate I, I, of my healing, I will soon get a, to drag everyone out of the center to the parking lot, crank up the music, and all of us dance uh, the Cotton Eye Joe. While proclaiming loudly the powers of, of our wonderful God, so everyone needing a bit of encouragement and remembrance for the verse, Isaiah 53, 5, and that the devil loves to whisper in your ear, all things he wants to bring you down with. Don't believe him. He is a liar and he's out of to seek and destroy. And he uses personal weaknesses to go against you. Stay strong, stay in faith, and God bless each and every one of you. Texas Breeze. Well, Father God, we are blessed with this testimony, a reminder truly of the power in which we contain within us, connected through you and through the blood of Christ. Father, we, we can deliver healing. We can overcome strongholds. We can heal the broken and the sick. We can cast out demons. We can raise the dead. We spread the gospel of Jesus Christ to expand the footprint of kingdom, and we have the ability and authorities within us to seek the greater works. Father, we are blessed by the testimony given to us by Texas Breeze, and may you continue to bless Texas Breeze with a rapid and incredible healing. We pray for the continued blood of Christ to flow through the wounds, and we pray and declare healing over the Texas breeze in its fullness that the Holy Spirit can provide, which is the restoration to the body back to the perfection of kingdom. May it be renewed. And for those praying and listening, may this be a reminder and an inspiration in the hearts of the many as we declare inspirational healing through the prayer to settle in on us, to remind us always that we can pray more, and that through the power of prayer we can heal and overcome all. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Prayers needed for children in Ireland. The government will start rolling out jabs in the schools in, on October 19th. Um, excuse me, October 9th, that's the day after tomorrow. Starting with children who are retarded or have Down syndrome. After that, they are going to f going for the youngest who are preschool. 
One of our B-dads from Ireland, Alan Moran, mentioned this in chat. I hope to get the facts straight. Thank you all. Mila. Father, we're dealing with an insidious evil, an evil that continues to prey on children, and especially the children that the state, the wards of the state see as imperfect. This is eugenics at its worst. So, Father, we break the chains and rebuke any attempts to poison the children. We place a hedge of protection around the children of Ireland and declare them as the authority and control of kingdom. No principalities now may wage war against them. We cast down and rebuke any of the demonic ties that are there, and we root out the depth of this evil, exposing those that are perpetrating this evil to the eye of the public. This clock, Father, is moving fast. October 9th is the date in which this hell begins. And so we also rebuke and unend the vaccines. And whatever is in them is now nullified and void. They will cause no damage to the humans. And this is the core of our prayer, which is to now break the spell casting that separates, that empowers these injections. These injections now are no, no different than placing pure saline in the blood. They'll have, it, when we neutralize the effects, we encase them in the power of the Holy Spirit and protect the children from any damage. And any spell cast that's been made to empower these injections is now broken and cast out. And we declare that in the name of Jesus and present that before the throne. These children are now protected. And under no circumstances, they, they can be damaged. And anybody attempting, flesh or spirit, to damage these children will be immediately cast into the lake of fire for the flesh brought to the feet of the throne for judgment. For these are the children of the Most High. And in Christ Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. More prayer requests. A lady in, in Arica used to work for me, has a large mass on her shoulder and some on her breasts. She is waiting for surgery. I guess that means she, has, she was jabbed because no medical care is permitted without them. This is in Chile again. This is Mila. Also, there are two young children, baby Ethan and sister Ashley. Both are, both are ill, and Ashley's baby teeth are getting, are rotting due to insufficient nutrition. Poverty is a very real thing here and getting worse. Then we have, okay, we have all sorts of people on this list, so let me start over. All right, Father, we pray for Arika. There's a large mass on her shoulder, and we declare healing over her shoulder and her breast. That we rebuke any of the influences of darkness that are within her. We declare absolute and total healing over her, and we pour within her the love of the, of the glory of Christ, filling her truly with the power of the Holy Spirit and restoring her body to perfection. Father, we have also have two young children, baby Ethan and sister Ashley. Both are ill and Ashley's baby teeth are rotting due to insufficient nutrition. Father, we pray over them and, and ask for the blessings to flow over them. They are suffering as well in a state of poverty. No child should suffer. So Father, we pray for the, pray for the mercy of heaven to guide the resources needed for these two children to be filled, fulfilled, and restored in health. And we declare healing over them. 
a miraculous and heavenly healing that restores their bodies, restores their teeth, as a witness to a small community that they will be seen as the miracles of the Most High, to inspire this community to look up and look deep within the powers of heaven to realize that by the grace of God, all things are possible. Then it goes on. Then we have Ariane Yeglis, pronounced Ariane Yeglis. I did pretty well. And her four children. Her husband never seems to be able to get work and off and on treats her badly. May even leave her. I don't know. I pray that others who are in a position to help these children have enough food to eat. We will do so. I also pray that the father of these children puts on his big boy pants and starts behaving like a husband and father rather than, I can't say the word here, and, and he gets a job. In other words, don't be an ass. Start being a father. Father God, we pray for this family. Ariana Jagli, Ariana, Arian Jaglis, Jaglis, and her four children. Unfortunately, Father, this is yet again a case of the fall of man, truly the fall of man. Father, we are going to take this to the root, and we pray for an awakening into the purpose of why he is here, for he is a seed bearer, a protector, a nurturer. And so we pray into him the power of the Holy Spirit to fill him with the feminine side of the Spirit to balance who he is. We break any chains and ties that are anchoring him to the darkness that sits and awaits to ambush. We place a hedge of protection around him and his family, and we fill that hedge of protection anchored in the blood of Christ with the glory of heaven and the power of the Holy Spirit. And may that be a soothing salve on the hearts to soften, to start to see each other through the lens of love and not over through the lens of hate. Any addictions that are tying this father, we break them and he is set free. And we declare him free and in, as a child of the Most High. And then we pray life into this family, pray this family up into the powers of the glory of heaven. May they be transformed. May they find the anchor of love. May they start to see each other as a gift to each other and a gift in the eyes of heaven. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Finally, my missionary friend, Inarika, is going to become the first-time grandmother in March. Her daughter-in-law, Danielle, and son, Jeremy, are amazing Christians. I ask a hedge of protection for the safe delivery of a future warrior in Christ. Thanks again. Father, we just pray for the blessings of this family continue to spread the word of Jesus as missionary. May you bless them, may you protect them, may you give them the resources needed to grow and prosper and to expand the kingdom. Protect this young child. Strengthen this young child in the word of Christ. May Jesus, may you present yourself to him so that he comes to know you. And may he raise up to be a mighty warrior for kingdom to bring others to the foot of the throne. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. done that this is a prayer for candy kate's i'm going to read it but we've already done this twice so we'll just retouch it again it doesn't hurt you can pray more than once candy kate suffered a major stroke over the night and in an emergency surgery jim called and asked we get bars nation prayers rolling prayer warriors go update i talked to jim kate's candy made it through the surgery and at the time of the surgery she was paralyzed on the right side and has movement now there now 
He is heading to the hospital for the night. Prayers are helping. Chris and MI. Father, we we place before you yet another prayer for Candy. We declare absolute and total healing over this lady, a restoration of her brain and body. And we do so in the name of Jesus and the blood of the cross. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Heavenly Father, God, my son, give attention to my words. Incline your ear to my sayings. Do not let them depart from your sight. Keep them in the midst of your heart, for they are the life to those who find them and the health to all their body. Proverbs 4, 20-22. I am praying for Mr. M, a 41-year-old Air Force veteran. Mr. M sustained CVA during brain surgery. The stroke resulted in right side loss of function of his arm and leg. It also affected his speech, acceptive SF aphasia. Mr. M knows that he wants to what he wants to say, but is it does not come it does not come out that way or the way he wants it to. When Mr. M and I started to work together, he was wheelchair bound. Mr. M's mother and stepdad would bring him to therapy. Currently, he lives alone, walks with a cane, and rides the bus to therapy. His speech has improved immensely. However, he continues to become extremely frustrated when he cannot express himself. Mr. M is very motivated, determined, and works exceedingly hard in therapy. Father God, help Mr. M to know that you are with him every step he takes on the path to recovery. Father God, I pray that Mr. M keeps the focus on you when the emotional plan and hurt are overwhelming. Please strengthen his mind, his heart, and his body. Father, please give him, he's heal him today. May the Holy Spirit guide Mr. M in peace and comfort. Amen. In Christ, Christ our King's glorious name, E.K. Mack. Father, we begin by honoring the heart of E.K. Mack, who has a heart of compassion for another. And may you hear his prayers echoed and reinforced by ours. So, Father, Mr. M., who you know who this is, a 41-year-old Air Force veteran, suffers from a multitude of challenges and physically. Father, this is a moment to pick up your crate and walk. And so we declare healing over this man, amazing healing and instantaneous healing, that all the ties and bonds of things that are binding him to this moment are freed. That the darkness that settles on his mind is, is washed away, cleansed with the blood of Christ. And so doing, Mr. M is restored and set free. We declare this healing in the name of Jesus, our Savior. Amen. Looks like last one. Hello, Scott and Prayer Warriors. A few weeks ago, hang on a second. Sorry about that. A few weeks ago, I had posted a prayer request for my good friend, Anna, who was in a very debilitated state with brain damage and severe neck pain and spinal damage. Since then, she has begun to recover, but she she is still under forced guardianship of her parents who are making all medical decisions for her. They are brainwashed CNN-watching liberals who put all their trust in big pharma and are trying to force her into the grips of the corrupt medical system 
under threat of putting her in the mental, inst- mental asylum if she doesn't comply. Her father is a very cruel and cunning man who has abused her entire life and, re- and reveals the hidden control he has over her. He is trying to force her into medical procedures that will do nothing but harm her and keep and keeps her cut off from anything that is actually helping her heal. He is conf- confirmed to be, be demon-possessed, and his demon works through him regularly to harm Anna. Anna wants nothing more than to be free of, his, of this and to live, a, in, live her life and pursue the natural forms of healing and through God and prayer. We ask for all the chains to be broken that are holding this guardianship in place and for her to com- be completely freed from it, as well as more healing for the damage that is still in her neck, brain, and nervous system in general. Thank you, Scott, and for all prayer warriors, warriors you are truly doing God's work, Astral Assassin. Father God, we bring to you today Anna, who is a child of the Most High, and who has been damaged in an accident with many points of damage still in existence and in a lot of pain. Father, there appears in this moment to be a demonic force that's influencing her father. And so we address initially our attack there. But we take this into the spirit realm and we find and we identify and have identified that fortress in which it is being housed, the control, and we wage war against that fortress and destroy that stronghold and sever the ties that are linking her father to the demonic influences in the spirit realm. We sever those ties and free free him. And now we declare him control under the property and control of heaven. We place a hedge of protection around him, anchored in the blood of Christ. We cast out any of the demons and influences that are there amongst him, and we break those chains and free his mind to see. And Jesus, we ask that you present yourself to show your face so that he truly understands the power of whom he should be serving rather than whom he serves. And we pour upon him the salve of the blood of Christ to heal the wounds that are exist within him and to soften his heart with empathy to see his daughter as, the, as a gem that she is rather than someone to torture and feel, fulfill the sadistic desires that sit within. Father, we declare healing over Anna, total and absolute healing, we declare. That her body be restored, the pain be removed, and that she is be, restores her full capacities to stand up for herself. We also break the spell cast that binds her to this contract, and we rebuke any of the authorities on this contract, declare that now null and void by the powers of heaven. And we now set her free within the legal and spiritual realm as we do the same for her father, to set him free within the world, not bound and gagged by a demon. And for that demon, I declare at this moment in time, for you are gone, you have no more authority here, you are cast out. And we declare these things in the name of Jesus. We declare these things in the name of the blood of the cross. And you are now bound and gagged and cast out to the pits of hell to suffer the pain of eternity for tormenting this man and this family. We declare healing for all in this family. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. All right, patriots. That is it for our prayer Sunday. Two hours, 20 minutes. Nice. Of heaven time. I love this. It's really good. 
So just so you know, uh, the Church of Glad Tidings live streams its sermons. You can go to the Church of Glad Tidings, Yuba City. I'll be speaking there uh, at 10 o'clock this morning, Pacific time. So that's two and a half hours. And so you are invited to come attend by virtue of the streaming services of the internet. And you can be there. And uh, we'll see what else we can do to wage war against demons today. We're going to dig into the topic of the root of the family today. Talk a lot about the role of the male and start looking at the damage that we have done to spreading the seed and prospering within the kingdom. And it's going to be, for some, as I witnessed last night, it's a really interesting talk because they never considered the fact that any form of interruption in birth control or any form of interruption with preventing us ourselves from having children runs against that of the blessings of God. So if we can reset this by free will naturally in the way that we see our family and see how we work as parents and as family and realize that the greatest gift one could ever receive are children and stop seeking sex for pleasure, but rather seeking sex as an extension of the spiritual role and, and love in which we have, we literally can transform this world in such a magnificent way because we get to the root of our problem, which is our loving God. And we submit, our, we submit ourselves truly to everything that he is. Father God, we come to you today humbled and blessed. And thank you for this time that we have to gather here in prayer. We thank you for the blessings that you shower upon us. You thank you for all that you have given us. We are honored and blessed to be able to walk in the authorities of the Most High as we declare healing and seek that as our primary mission, the spiritual warfare, deliverance, and healing the sick and broken. Father, our hearts are full today with the many prayers we've put before you, declaring them with the authority of Jesus. And so we continue to pray and will continue to pray for the healing and restoration of people and their families. May love be the primary weapon in which we wield. And may the glory of kingdom always be in our hearts with eyes on you and humbleness before the throne. Guide us, Father, and bless us, and we thank you for this time. Blessed beyond reason and blessed beyond expression as we pray, reach our hands to heaven to praise and submit ourselves to your authority and your rule. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. All right, awesome Bards Nation. We are waging war against evil and we are winning. We, we pray from victory, not for victory. We declare authorities. We don't pander and, and wonder whether Father will say okay. We step into this realm as prayer warriors, as spiritual fighters, as deliverance deliverers to free many. We free ourselves. We keep ourselves free, and we set others free. That is our mission, and we shall win always. Because we have kingdom behind us, God is with us, and Jesus walks with us, and the Holy Spirit flows through us. No demon can withstand that. No dark forces can, can overcome us, and all sickness will be cast out. We must walk with that authority and conviction in our hearts, never doubting what has happened, and understand that if things are not given, it's by God's will, not because the enemy ever won. The enemy is weak and worthless in this fight. They'd like to make us believe they're greater than they are, but we are the children of the Most High, and they will be routed, and they will be cast out. And in so doing, we will declare victory in this land as Jesus gave us victory in heaven. And that is our mission, 
and we must never stop. So keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God always wins. But we are here in this time in this place for just such a time as this. We are at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Subdue the enemy. Mission forward. Patriots, I may see you today online. If not, I'll see you late tonight for Peace Be Still. Until then or until the next time, God bless and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made. Therefore, they can be solved by man. And man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable. And we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other things, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor, will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. 
It has no scruples. It has no rules but one. To win at any cost. But we will never bow. For we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. We push. We climb. We never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray. We stand. We live by the words, in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath.